everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summon Newscast. It's your favorite host, Sam the Bomb. It is September 10th, 2021. I am recording this a little bit earlier in the day than I normally would because I am doing some fun things tonight. Saying goodbye to a homie who's moving away um, for a new job. So congrats to him. Shout out to my dude, Calvin. He He's really cool. He's somebody who I, who I ran... Uh, ran Pokemon with back in the day competitively really great guy and I just wish him all the best in his new his new job and his new adventure going uh, moving on to state and everything he uh, is really big in magic and Pokemon just any card games in general and we were planning on playing some games for my stream and you know recording some fun games I recorded some Digimon with Frozen TCG if you guys aren't subbed to Frozen TCG you should really cool channel really cool friend of mine um but yeah like calvin's really cool and hopefully we can get some games in of some magic or whatever you guys want want us to do um but yeah this uh newscast is for him i'm gonna see you tonight buddy so it'll be great well yesterday night because you guys will listen to this the next day but you know anyway uh yeah i'm recording this earlier in the day than normal because of because of that we're gonna go get sushi it's gonna be delicious so anyway Let's fucking do it, dude. Let's get into it. I got not so much non-anime news. Most of the non-anime news I have is from uh, the Sony State of Play, and I got some other other comic book things and things like that, movie things, and, and that's about it. But I have a ton of anime news because we got a lot of hype for a new anime coming out, uh, stuff that I haven't mentioned before. I feel like the last month I've been mentioning just a lot of fall and winter hype. Um, but we got a lot of new things that I have not mentioned before. A few things that might be reminders, but let's get into it. It's going to be great, okay? Let's do it. Here we go. Uh, we got some more BT6 trailer or, or trailers. BT set BT6 previews for the Digimon card game. This new set will focus on the different kind of groups, um, subgroups in the digital world. So, like, the Three Musketeers, the Holy Dragons, the Devas, and uh, things like that. So, if you don't know what those are, uh, they're basically, like, kind of, like, clans or groups. So, like, the Three Musketeers are, like, these four specific Digimon. Um, Belstarmon, Bielzamon, and a few other gunslinging Digimon. I think Gundramon is one of them. The Devas are 12 Digimon that are based on the Chinese Zodiac. So there's Majiramon, who's the dragon, Vajiramon, who's like the the ox. Um, uh, there's like a there's the chicken, there's the monkey, there's the yeah of the Chinese zodiac. So it's really cool. And then also the the four sovereigns or the four great dragons, which are the north, south, east, and west sovereigns, and that's Azulongmon, Ibanwumon, and uh, I forgot the others now, the other two. But, like, yeah, they're, like, these fucking crazy wild... I think there's Ho-Hon-Mon or Phoenix-Mon or whatever. Um, really, the, they're, like, they're they're kind of, like, the godlike Digimon of the world and stuff like that. So that's what this set is going to focus on. And we got previews of Azulong-Mon and Majiramon. And, you know, I've been super into Digimon lately, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. We got some more previews for the new Innistrad set coming out as well, which I think people are going to be hype about. Uh, Delver of Secrets has now been promoted to an uncommon card instead of being a common as it was before. 
which was, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, because even as a common card, it, you know, Delver became really popular for what it did and became a really expensive card. I sold my playset at like, I think I sold them at like 15 bucks a piece. Um, they've kind of gone up and down since then. I could have sold them at like 25 bucks a piece, but I waited too long because I thought I was going to build it, um, build like the popper deck. Um, but yeah, I sold my, I, I sold a lot of my magic stuff because I just needed to get some money and I wasn't playing with them. So, but yeah, dude, they now have a reprint of Delver of Secrets and it is now an uncommon. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's get into some video, more video game news. Bamani composer Tag leaves Konami after 15 years. Uh, the composer Tag, Yas Yasuhiro Taguchi, announced on Monday that he has left the company after 15 years and is now a freelance com music composer. He's a prolific composer for Konami's Bamani brand of rhythm games. He made his debut writing charts for the Dance Dance Revolution Supernova 2 game. Some of his most notable compositions across all Bamani games include She Is My Wife, El Dorado, Alstromeria, Gerbera, and Possession. He's composed under a number of names of aliases, including Superstar, Man Mitsuru, Superhero, and Ayaka, Capacity Gate, Tag, and uh, Tag Underground, and Climax of Max 360. So yeah, I mean, he's if you've probably heard his music before if you're a big uh, uh, Bamani uh, Konami player. Um, I love rhythm games. I love Bamani games. Unfortunately, Konami is going down a path now where they kind of are carrying, carrying less and less, caring less and caring less about their successful properties and kind of moving into other weird shit. So uh, that's understandable. Square Enix announces new RPG from Nier director Yoko Taro. Square Enix announced a new role-playing game titled Voice, Co Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars um, from Nier series director Yoko Taro. Um... The now defunct Japanese game developer Kavia developed the original Nier game as a spin-off of the Dragon Guard series. And uh, I guess he's working on this too. So a tabletop RPG video game built of cards. So I wonder if this is gonna spawn a real card game. You know, maybe not. Who knows? The trailer we got was not super informational. It was more of just a teaser with imagery and cool graphics and stuff. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'll keep an eye on that for you, though. It looks super cool. I like the way it looks. MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries coming to PlayStation later this month. Two years after its release, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries is headed to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 later this month. It's been more than 20 years since the franchise has graced any model of Sony's console hardware. Um, but, yeah, dude, MechWarrior 5, I've never played it before. I was not even aware there was a MechWarrior 5. I used to be a fan of MechWarrior when I was a kid. Um, I played MechWarrior 2 on the computer. Um, polygon graphic missiles, let's go. Fucking dope. But yeah, I'm excited for that. That's going to be cool. Uh, I might get that. Maybe I should get that for PS4, huh? I don't think I'm ever going to get a PS5, so. Uh, Insomniac's Wolverine. Today, Insomniac Games pulled the curtain back on not one, but two Marvel projects. Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. Um, while the former game was expected given the trajectory and success of the first game and Miles Morales, a game based on Logan was on, was a welcomed surprise. The team has proven it knows how to wield superpowers as adeptly as any Marvel superheroes. Yeah, it looks super dope. I'm excited for that. That's going to be really cool. So we'll see with that. And then speaking of, of course, Spider-Man 2, it's going to be awesome. The trailer or teaser looked super sweet. I mean... 
and it all looks amazing. Some of this, some of these games look crazy. Gran Turismo Seven, new Gran Turismo Seven trailer shows off customization and photo mode. Um, Marvel dominated the play, the state of play at the showcase event, but Gran Turismo Seven was a great surprise. The way the customization looks, I mean, I mean it's amazing. Like imagine just building your dream car in this bitch and then just being like wishing you had it in real life. The Gran Turismo games, like no matter how you feel about some of these realistic racing games, the Gran Turismo stands at the top. They're iconic for how long they've been a franchise and just like iconic for like even their arcade ones that they have. Because I think they had some arcade games too, didn't they, Gran Turismo? Um, I think Need for Speed is also a good one. But like in terms of Need for Speed also has like that that um kind of underground law breaking kind of very fictional set to it where Gran Turismo is straight up like here's a crazy Lamborghini souped up Lamborghini race it on this track or whatever right and I don't know Gran Turismo is just it's it's always looked super sick and this game looks amazing so and I think Initial D is another one Initial D is another great racing realistic car racing game in my opinion First God of War Ragnarok footage closes an impressive PlayStation showcase. Yeah, this looks amazing. If you've ever played the first um, God of War or the one before this one, that I mean that was fucking amazing. Um, and this looks amazing as well. And we could see uh, Kratos and Atreus just chilling, and then all of a sudden, Homeboy comes in with these antlers, and it's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, they look amazing. They look amazing as always. Um, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection brings a thieves end and the lost legacy to PS5 and PC. Pretty cool. Um, Uncharted 4 a thieves end and Uncharted the lost legacy are coming to PlayStation 5 in one package um, called the Legacy of Thieves collection. It remasters the final two Uncharted adventures and gives fan and newcomers the most impressive impressive versions of both titles. 60 FPS 4K resolution. Yeah, Uncharted games are sweet. They're always they're always good. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo trailer was another game that looked amazing. This looks like some, uh, some fucking futuristic cyberpunk ninja shit. Like, there's this fucking villain with, like, this huge set of sword, scissor sword thing. Like, on some kill a kill shit. And then these fucking, she looks like a demon, crazy demon something or other. And... This fucking ninja guy in a like a Han Hanyo mask or whatever. You're using like these telekinetic superpowers and and jumping buildings and shit to like get through and it's got this crazy story involved. It looks amazing. It looks fucking crazy. Um I mean I, I'm excited for that. That looks sweet. Um we got a we're getting an Alan Wake remastered game for PS five. If you're a big Alan Wake fan, there you go. Uh, new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer as well, showing off Cosmo, the Nova Corpse, and some more. Uh, so we're going to get to see the Nova Corpse and Cosmo, the Space Dog, which is going to be sweet. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Project Eve gets slick and action-packed trailer. Project Eve was another game that North American gamers were waiting for for a long time. Um, we finally got a trailer for it. Uh, female protagonist fighting these giant monsters and shit. Speaking of which, there's another game that we just saw that was that was like that coming out where it's this this character 
she's just this regular girl in the, in the regular world in today's world, just chilling, whatever. Her name is Frey, and we learned some of her story back in March, but um, pretty much she gets isekai'd to, like, a fantasy world and learns how to use all these powers and shit, and that's literally what it is. It's like a, it's kind of like a, a mainstream, ma- mainstream game, but, like, American game, but it's like, she gets, it's like an isekai, like, you get transported to this fantasy world, talking cats, talking dragons, the things you can do in the open world, flying around, doing spells, telekinetic spells, f- shooting fire, water, ice spells, and shit. It's fucking crazy. It looks amazing. So, that looks really sweet. Um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake announced for PS5 and PC. Like, oh my god, dude. Woo! The original KOTOR was developed by BioWare and released in July of 2003, set 4,000 years before the events of the original film trilogy, the, d- the game takes place during the Old Republic era of Star Wars, with players controlling a character that they- that can align with either the Jedi or the Sith, depending on the choices they make. It was critically acclaimed for its storytelling and choice-driven gameplay. Today's teaser trailer doesn't show much other than the intimidating glimpse of Darth Revan, but that's likely more than enough to have many Star Wars fans jumping for joy. Yeah, I mean, it looks fucking amazing. I mean, just of that little teaser we saw, obviously. But, like, if that's what the game looks like, holy shit. I can imagine that it's, like, you know, um, the, what's that latest Star Wars game that just came out? The Fallen Order? Is that what it's called? Where you play the Jedi kid and it's played by, like, Cameron Monaghan or whatever. Um, I can imagine it'll look like that, except it's Knights of the Old Republic, you know? Uh, Kyo, multiplayer car combat game, enters early access this month. Yeah, it's like Twisted Metal. I, it kind of reminds me of Twisted Metal, except the cars look more like, um, kind of like Dune Buggy, Mad Max, desert shit, um, tanky kind of, and not so much, you know, just random vehicles like in Twisted Metal. Um, but yeah, that looks pretty sweet. Uh, Xbox One controllers are getting a next-gen upgrade. Apparently, they are updating the Xbox One controller, and uh, based on Forza and Halo, if you have the cash to spare, your old Xbox One controllers still work with the Xbox Series XS, and those old controllers are about to get a little bit better. Microsoft is currently testing a firmware update for Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One controllers. Xbox Elite 2 and Xbox Adaptive controllers that offer better cross-device connectivity and reduce latency. Okay, so I'm kind of confused on the Xbox. Like, the Xbox One, is it the Xbox Series X? That's the new one? Which one is the new one again? I have no idea what the new Xbox is. Oh, it's the Series X is the new one, right? Okay. There's the Xbox, you know, there was the 360, the 360 Elite, then there was the Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox One S, Xbox Series XS. Xbox, what is this? Xbox Elite 2, Xbox Adaptive. Like, what the, what the fuck does that all mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Nintendo, it's easy because every name is different. You know which one is which when you say it. But, like, Xbox is like, I don't know. They should have just called it the Xbox 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. But it's like they're doing it like Fast and Furious. You know, it's like Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious. Fast Five. 
Fast 6 or Furious 6. FF7. You know what I mean? It's like, it's fucking weird. I don't know. Um, dude, Lego Super Mario sets, uh, they're coming out with a new one called the Lego Super Mario 64 set. And what it is, is like this question block. And you don't use like the little, the, 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 the regular Mario piece. It's almost like a smaller kind of cutesy looking one block piece. Um, but it's like this question block and it flips open and flips out on the top. And there's like four little sections. It almost reminds me of Polly Pocket in a way. There's four little sections that represent four different worlds that came from the game. And it's it's amazing. Just look up Lego Super Mario 64 on the YouTube channel, the Nintendo YouTube channel or Lego YouTube channel. It looks crazy. It looks amazing. I seriously want to buy all these, but Legos are so expensive nowadays, man. They're so expensive. It's crazy how expensive they are. Um, let's see. Okay. So away from the video game news, we have our first trailer for the Injustice DC animated movie. We mentioned this last week, but like we finally got a trailer this time. And it looks amazing. It looks fucking crazy. So, I mean, all DC animated movies look amazing. But, like, this is a way for people to experience the story of Injustice without having to play it. Which is, you know, can be pretty cool. Because then you gotta got to fight through all these story fights, you know, um, that are easy most of the time. Uh, yeah. But th- this is, it's. I think it's a cool story. Definitely worth checking out if you're a big DC animated fan or just DC fan in general. Uh, we finally got a trailer for The Matrix 4, The Matrix Resurrections. And it involves, you know, a new threat, I believe. Um, it looks crazy. It looks wild. And we see, we see Neo and we see Trinity back in The Matrix as their former you know, selves. Um, I mean, we know that at the end of the third one, um, the machines carried Neo away after he made peace with them in exchange for destroying the Smith agents or Agent Smith. And uh, it's, it's very clear that the deus ex machina kept his word and they, they just plugged him back in the matrix. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's crazy. It looks, it looks wild with the, with the way that with how far movie effects have come and such since then, I can only imagine how crazy this movie is going to look and how wild it's going to look. I mean, it, it it's just, it's, 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 I think it's going to be sick. I think it's going to be amazing. No matter what, all the matrix movies are fucking amazing. I didn't really get into them until later in life, you know, like years after they came out. But I mean, they're they're amazing. They're really good. And I think if you're a Matrix fan, you're going to love this regardless. I don't really see how they can fuck this up. Honestly, it could probably be pretty bad and people will still like it. Honestly, I don't know. Fucking Keanu Reeves and the Matrix is just like peanut butter and jelly, you know. So that's just my opinion. But anyway... Let's take a small break right here and uh, get into the animes. Boom, check that out, Frank. Check that out for me, okay? <laughs> Let's stumble on my words. Check that out for me, bitch. 
Okay. Links.animesummit.net. Um, you can find everything right there, where to listen, where to follow, where to sub, and everything like that. And for the people who listened to our episode that came out yesterday, um, first and foremost, Danny wanted to apologize for what happened, and I wanted to apologize, obviously, and uh, Nick as well. Um, lately, just cards on the table for our listeners and supporters and everything like that. Um... Lately, the past like couple months have been really busy for the three of us, just life stuff in general. And uh, you know, Nick, Nick was going to a friend's a family member's wedding, and uh, Danny went on vacation a bit ago, and I was struggling to find a new job. And these past couple weeks, I've had a slew of interviews. I even have some next week, and I even got a job recently. So I don't start for another two weeks, but like. You know, we're trying to trans. We're getting transitioned to like new weather here, and a bunch of stuff is happening. And um, there's more stuff going on that I'm not going to delve into for privacy reasons. But you know, we've just been really busy, and just we just have not. The three of us normally sit down monthly at a time and plan. You know, a month ahead, sometimes even two months ahead on what we're doing. And these last couple of weeks, we just have not done that. So that's the kind of the kind of episodes we've been doing have been things that are kind of light on our load and things we can just get together and talk about. And um, we haven't had like a decent review in a while. And I definitely want to get back into it. Next week is going to be similar. We're going to have an episode that is kind of uh, kind of low key. Um, and hopefully it works out okay. I think it'll work out okay. I probably won't be able to upload it to YouTube. But, um, you know, just to kind of give us a break and and get our bearings back and then we plan on coming back full force with um our summer review and um another movie review that we got lined up um, with guests and things like that so hopefully we will we will get together and do that soon and 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 bring you the great content we've always have and i just wanted to you know apologize if anyone has has thought that we were lack a slack a lack a slack a lack a ding dong lately and I want this podcast to go up to the next level and get bigger. You know, I want to get more sponsorships, more, you know, uh, ad spots, things like that. I'm working really hard at it and it's tough while you're trying to like do your IRL stuff. And, um, that's where Patreon comes in, patreon.com slash anime summit. And it really helps us kind of, uh, gauge what we can do and what we can't do and, and kind of buy ourselves new equipment and new upgrades and things like that. You know, I'm thinking with my stream setup now, I'm okay for a while. But, you know, in, an, in pretty soon I might need a graphics card. And I'm trying to find one that's secondhand. So I'm not spending all of your guys' money on just that. Um, I'm also trying to, you know, figure out if I'm allowed to use that money for other stuff. For like to make videos or something with. Or, you know, it's, it's very tough because then I feel like... I feel like I'm just buying it for myself when I don't want that. I want us to have it. And I'm also going to see if I can use that money to like, uh, pay for advert in places. So I'm going to make like little quick videos and, and send them to people and say, Hey, you know, advertise us here, advertise us here. See if I can pay for ad spots in other people's videos or something like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but you know, I, I really appreciate all your guys' support and everything, and I want us to get bigger and bigger and take up more and more space in the anime community, 
um, a lot of us weirdos and misfits and and things like that are just having so much fun in our discord and um, we want to have more community and have fun with each other you know look at anime boobies and have fun you know so um, I, all your support means we can do that so um, yeah for sure I really appreciate all your guys' support because of it so um, yeah let's let's do it let's get into the anime news because I got a lot of it so here we go. Some of these things are just little things that I'm going to say quickly just because, you know, I don't need to dive into it too much. It's like the headline says it all, you know, so I'm just going to get right into it, okay? Um, all 100 volumes of the One Piece manga have each sold over 1 million copies. That means every volume has sold 100 million copies each. That is crazy. So... 100 times a million. That's how many have sold. It's just wild to me. Just crazy. Um, it is the only work to release a number one volume every year in the 14 years of the chart's existence. Crazy. Crazy. Um, Funimation screens seeing a bit of Harmony anime film in early 2022. Um, I think we've talked about this one before, but like it looks amazing. Sing a Bit of Harmony tells the story of a beautiful and mysterious Shion who transfers to Keibu High School, where she quickly becomes popular for her open-hearted personality and exceptional athletic talent, but she turns out to be an artificial intelligence in the testing phase. Shion's goal is to bring chronic lover Satomi happiness, but her strategy is something no human would expect. She serenades Satomi in the middle of the classroom after finding out that Shion is an AI. Satomi and her childhood friend, engineering geek Toma, Steadily warm up to the new student, along with the popular and attractive Gachan, the strong-willed Aya, and Judo Club member Thunder. They become more and more moved by Shion's singing voice and earnestness, even as her antics bewilder them. But what Shion does for Satomi's sake ends up involving them all in some serious pandemonium. It's supposed to be like a heartwarming story. Really cute. Um, but I really love the way it looks. The artwork looks super nice. The design, character design looks super nice. I'm excited to see that one. Uh, Poketoon's Gengar anime short, Pokemon Evolution's net anime debut with English subtitles. Pokemon Kids TV channel and YouTube channel began streaming the Gengar ni Nachata, I Became a Gengar, Poketoon anime short. And then also, the first episode of the Pokemon Evolution's net anime also debuted with English subtitles on Friday. So, yeah, today, or yesterday, yesterday we got, well, today is Friday. Well, yesterday was Friday, technically, because you're listening to this on Saturday. But uh, we got the the champion, which is the first of the Galar, um, or the first of the Pokemon Evolutions anime, which centers on a story taking place in Galar. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. We talked about that before. So uh, Shigazakura sci-fi battle anime reveals new cast member October 9th premiere. Some fall hype for you. We've talked about this one before. In the place of Shigazakura, cherry trees where autumn leaves and cherry blossoms are flourishing. And where the human world intersects with the demon world. A ritual to say the human world is about to begin. And it looks kind of like a battle sentai like suit kind of thing. The suit design is like, super cool. I'm excited for that one. That's going to be cool. Uh, Biburi animates art music creator Jun Inagawa's Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyers project for TV. Um... Inagawa directed the live-action teaser above 
Inagawa is credited for the story and original character designs based on the concepts of his previous art projects. Um, an original anime by underground art and music creator Juni Inagawa updated with more production details and its first visual on Friday. The website announced that Baburi Animation Studio uh, is producing the animation and that the anime has been greenlit to air on television. Uh, Baburi has done Grisaya, Phantom Trigger, Quintessential Quintuplets, Azure Lane. Um, but yeah, this looks super cool. Don't really have a plot synopsis for you yet, but it does look super cool. Um, Ranking of Kings anime to run for half year without breaks. The cast for the television anime of Sosuke Toka's Ranking of Kings, uh, Osama Ranking manga, announced on Friday that the anime will run for two continuous cores, quarters of the year. The cast also unveiled a new visual on the live stream Ranking of Kings TV Volume 2 program on Friday. Um, the web manga centers around Boji, a deaf, powerless prince who cannot even wield a children's sword. As the firstborn son, he strives hard and dreams of becoming the world's greatest king. However, people mutter about him behind his back as a good-for-nothing prince and no way he can be king. Uh, Boji is able to make his first-ever friend, Kage, a literal shadow on the ground who somehow understands Boji well. Kage is a survivor of the Kage assassin clan that was all but wiped out. No longer a killer, Kage now makes ends meet by stealing. The story follows Boji coming of age as he meets various people in his life, starting with his fateful encounter with Kage. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it's just going to run straight up back to back. Uh, it's by Wit Studio. Uh, Yosuke Hata is directing the anime, who was an episode director for One Punch Man and Boogie Pop and others. And um, Taki, Taku Kishimoto is in charge of the scripts, who we did for 91 Days, Fruits Basket 2019, Moriarty the Patriots. And Atsuko Nozaki, Tokyo Magnitude 8.0, and Legend of Heroes is designing the characters. Um, chief animation directors will be Makoto Fujigami and um, Masaru, Masaru Oshiro Shinogasara Nozomu Fuji are the main animators. Um, it looks pretty cool. I We'll see. I mean, it looks kind of cute, but it, all the animation just looks really nice. And the the art style is very reminiscent of something like kind of Ghibli-ish in a weird way. Um, it's very different than what you normally see but it looks really nice other otherwise it looks super nice so i would check that out just type in ranking of kings um we got an october 8th debut for the pokemon jungle of secrets movie so for netflix october 8th that's when that's going to come out the quintessential quintuplets negi negi haruba puts senkai sentai daishikaku manga on hiatus due to health negi Haruba's Sen Sentai Daishikaku, Sentai Big Disqualification, or uh, Ranger Reject manga is going on hiatus due to the author's poor health. Um, so here's here's the thing. Um, this is Kodansha Weekly Shonen Magazine, by the way. Sentai Daishikaku and uh, or well, Ranger Reject. It's 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 wild because um, that's also happening with uh, with the mangaka for uh, my hero Horikoshi. Um, he's gonna take a break this week, and hopefully he'll be back in volume forty two of Weekly Shonen Jump. 
Um, but we're seeing this a lot lately with uh, weekly shonen manga. It was also recently that at the Tokyo Revengers, Ken Wakui, he took a break too a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure if that was due to health or whatever, or a holiday. But we're seeing a lot now how um, weekly manga is affecting mangaka. And back in the day, um, you know, we we saw that happen to Togashi with Hunter Hunter and the stuff that they, they put him through with Yu Yu Hakusho and everything like that. It almost kind of makes you wonder that if if Togashi was me and somebody in the Discord were talking about it, um, we were talking about like how does Oda do it, you know, and and it makes you think that if Togashi was making manga today, that they would treat him better than they did, early, you know, back then, and maybe that's why he hasn't gone back to it and finished Hunter Hunter because he's just completely burnt out and doesn't want to go through that again, and it kind of just makes you feel. It's one of those siren song things. Like recently we did a siren song episode and we were talking about how they treat animators and things like that. And we should have talked about how they treat mangaka too, because it's like a chapter every week is, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds. You know what I mean? It's, it goes, it's a, there's a process to, to putting these out, you know, like, especially if you're working for Kodansha or weekly Shonen jump, um, there's, there's a process to putting it on there, putting it in the magazines, you know, and it's just wild. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone's okay. Hopefully Negi is okay. Gagadok Tommy's okay. And um, Horikoshi is okay. We'll see. Um, this is kind of exciting. New anime streaming service Animeka plans to expand outside Japan. Shuisha, My Theater DD, TV Tokyo, and Toy Animation announced on August 26th that they launched a new anime streaming service titled Animeka uh, in Japan on the same day. The companies confirmed to Anime News Network on Monday that while the streaming service is currently only available in Japan, an international rollout is expected. The four companies created the Animeka LLP company in April to oversee operations of the service. The service in Japan is available within the Apple TV app, which is available on Apple devices as well as, as on most Sony and LG smart TVs, Amazon Fire TV, Chromecast, PlayStation, and Xbox. The company stated that the content includes hundreds of anime from a wide range of genres and also includes past titles and recent hits. The service also plans to release exclusive content including spin-offs and documentaries based on popular anime. The service in Japan has a 14-day free trial period and, and off, afterward costs 450, 450 yen, which is about $4.10 a month in us dollars the service includes online and offline video on demand um the little thumbnail they're showing here shows world trigger um uh, my hero demon slayer and that dragon warrior legend of die um anime the i forgot the yeah legend of die i think it is um, but that's pretty cool. I mean, well, maybe we'll get to see another competing anime service, which is crazy because I like we just also found out that um, High Dive is leaving VRV. Um, the High Dive streaming service announced on Wednesday that it will leave Elation's VRV streaming service bundle on September 30th. 
Subscriptions to High Dive done via VRV will not be renewed, but users will receive an email to sign up directly to High Dive. Due to VRV being a Crunchyroll brand, it became part of Sony's Funimation Global Group following the latter's acquisition of Crunchyroll from AT&T. Sony Pictures Entertainment and AT&T announced on August 9th that Sony's Funimation Global Group had completed its acquisition of Crunchyroll, which we talked about a few weeks ago. So that's that may be why High Dive is leaving. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. VRV is really cool. I love VRV. Um, it's where I watch a lot of shows right now. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I believe Funimation might rejoin VRV because of that. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this Animeca one. Um, High Dive is okay for the most part, I think. Um, the selection on it, I don't, I don't really know too much about the selection on High Dive. But this Animeca one seems like it could be good, especially if it's backed by Shuisha, TV Tokyo, and Toy Animation. So, yeah, dog. Uh, Berserk Manga's first volume in three years ships on December 24th. Uh, Hakusensha announced on Monday that the 41st compiled book volume of Kentaro Miura's Berserk Manga will ship on December 24th, and the release will come in both regular and special editions, the latter of which will include a special canvas art, which is really sick, by the way. You can see what it looks like right now. Uh, scene right and a drama CD. Uh, that being said, Young Animal Magazine has no information to share on the future of the manga. Um, the magazine published its 364th chapter uh, recently in a statement noting that the chapter is Miura's last work with members of Miura Studio Gaga working, working to finish the manuscript of the chapter. To cover of the issue features an ink sketch by Miura and is a memorial issue to Miura, but they said that we have no idea well, what we're going to do, there's no information to share about it uh, for the future. So, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, more rank on New York Times September bestseller list. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The 11th volume of Jujutsu Kaisen ranked at number two. That's nuts, man. It's really cool. I, I just got my volume 11 too recently. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's more anime hype. Here's some more anime hype. Oop, I was scrolled down. Uh, Rumble Grandal for October. Fall hype. Um, the story begins in 2019, just before the change in historical eras for Japan. A rift to another dimension suddenly opens in the skies above and uh, revealing a turnabout alternate world called Shinkoko Nippon. Yeah, we talked about this one, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's this alternate Japan that's stuck in the Showa era, and it invades... The current Japan with its Genmu gas weapons. Um, yeah, it's like a survival kind of anime. Um, survival action, historical, science fiction, battle anime. I have no idea, but it looks amazing. It looks kind of cute, to be honest with you, so we'll see. Um, we've talked about that one before. Here's a new one. The world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in a different world as an aristocrat. Um... Yeah, another dumb isekai of BS. A great assassin is reborn in another world. He finds himself to the heir of a long line of killers from the shadows. With both his modern-day knowledge and experience and the special magic and techniques of this new world, he could very well become the most unstoppable assassin in history. Yeah, another overpowered isekai something or other. The Heike Story TV anime reveals theme song artists. Um, yeah, dude, this is coming... Uh, oh, that doesn't doesn't say when it's coming. Oh, January, twenty twenty two. So winter. 
Um, Masaki Iwasa, the co-founder of Sansaru, is also working on a musical anime featured Inu-O based on the Heike Monogatari Inu-O no Maki. Um, yeah, I, which I think is already out in theaters, isn't it? One of our listeners just talked about how they just saw it, um, where they are right now. So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know much about the Heike story, so maybe our Heike lore or anything like that. Maybe I should do some research on it before I watch those. That would be kind of nice. We finally got a trailer for Data Life 4 2022 um, debut. It has been delayed till 2022. 2022. Um, it was originally slated to October, uh, debut this this fall in October. We're probably not going to get it till winter next year now. Um, it doesn't say when, but I'm sure it's probably going to just be winter or spring. But yeah, if you've never watch data live i mean it's it's kind of like a fantasy battle girl anime uh transformation battle girl anime magical girl battle girls um and the main character kind of like dates these other fantastical chicks to to like unleash their powers and stuff i don't know it's, it's like a dating sim joke thing but it's really cool um the main character toka is really cute she's been voted best girl in a lot of kind of things, uh, along with Kurumi, uh, Tokisaki, my favorite Data Live girl, uh, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, Fantasia Sango, fantasy TV anime delayed from October premiere. Uh, the production committee for Genso Sangu Kushi Tengen Rashinki, the television anime of User Joy Technologies Taiwanese role playing game franchise Fantasia Sango, announced on Friday that the anime has been delayed. Due delayed to an as yet unannounced premiere date due to various circumstances, and was previously slated to premiere in October. Uh, yeah, I mean that probably honestly probably has to do with the state of emergency that got extended till September 30th in Japan. Um, but yeah, well, I mean I'm sure that has to do with part of it, if not all of it. But we'll see. Um, the story is set in ancient China during the Three Kingdoms era when various powerful warlords began maneuvering to conquer the known realms after it was wiped out in unforeseen circumstances the sixth unit has been reassembled with members from diverse troubled past the leader and seal practitioner oki the spirit purifier shinkyo taken and the demon slayer shorei so yeah some kind of more uh, ancient lore stuff uh netflix lists jojo's bizarre adventure part six stone ocean anime is streaming monthly yeah, I have no idea what the fuck that means. Like, it's only coming out one episode at a time per month. Uh, Netflix's media center lists the anime series of Hirohiko Araki's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean manga as streaming monthly in Japan as well as in other countries. Netflix will debut the anime exclusively worldwide in December, and it will then air on television in Japan in January on Tokyo MX, MBS, and BS11. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. That seems really weird. Um, so I have no idea why that's it's it's doing it like that. I, it seems goofy. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Some more. Okay, here's some new anime hype. Digimon Ghost Game TV anime. Uh, so yeah, dude, this is another t- This is the Digimon anime that got we talked about just a couple weeks ago, but we didn't know what it was gonna be. We just said. We just heard that it was going to be a new Digimon 
anime, a new Digimon show. Um, but yeah, it's called Digimon Ghost Game. The the style is very different from what we normally see from Digimon anime. Um, the art style, I mean, it looks more, more a little bit more, more kind of bubbly in terms of design, kind of kind of reminiscent of like uh, Buddy Fight. Um, Flint, Flint the Time Detective, things like that. Um, we have Tenya Yabuna as original character designer. Uh, let's see. Mariko Ito is adapting Yabuna's characters for animation. And Kenji Watsonabe is the original character designer for Digimon. And he's going to be working on some of it as well, some of the designs of the Digimon and stuff. The anime will premiere on Fuji TV. Um, it doesn't really say... There's no plot synopsis here. I guess it's supposed to be some kind of ghost mystery digital shit, something or other. Gonna be crazy. Um, the main Digimon is Gammon. He looks like a little Triceratops cat face, something or other. It looks like a little Triceratops, but he has like fur on his face and a fang. So we'll see. Very cute. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if how long that's going to be, if it's just going to be like a 12 episode thing. Goodbye, Don Gleese. Adventure anime film teaser reveals cast and more staff. Um, this looks pretty good. Uh, let's see. The story centers on two boys named Roma and Toto. The boys meet when Roma moves from Tokyo to the countryside, which he cannot grow accustomed to. But when he meets Toto, they become a duo, naming themselves Don Gleese. Eventually, Toto was supposed to move out of Tokyo for school. But on the summer of their first year of high school, they meet Drop, a new addition to Don Gleese who invites them to view the world from above. When Romo and Toto follow Drop, a new addition, uh, they become involved in a forest fire that gets blamed on them and go off in search of a missing drone that has evidence of their innocence. A small incident becomes an important life-changing journey that culminates in Iceland. Um, yeah, this will be Atsuko Ishizuka's uh, first debut directorial film from Studio Madhouse. Uh, pretty cool. And, uh, let's see. Uh, Shigenori Hirozumi and Kana Imagaki are 3D directors. Um, we have Yoshiaki Fujisawa composing the music. And, uh, Harui Ono as a color key artist. And, uh, Akihiro Hirosawa, Eiko Sunado, credited for art setting. Um, and Saho Yamane collaborated on the artboard production. And uh, Ayano Okamoto is the art director of the film. So, yeah, it could be cool. It looks pretty cool. Nitro Plus establishes new brand to distinguish between its all-ages and age-restricted works. Nitro Plus announced on Monday that it is establishing a new brand, Nitro Origin. For age-restricted works, the company stated that the works in this brand will be edgy and reminiscent of the company's origin, such as Supersonico, Full Metal Damon Mora Masa, and the Nitro Plus name will be used for content that is for that is for all ages, such as Thunderbolt Fantasy and Token Ronbu. Nitro Plus opened a teaser website and streamed the video. So yeah, Nitro Origin will be for its its uh, its uh, you know hot hot to trot stuff, and then Nitro Plus will stay with the everything else. So yeah, Supersonico is great. By the way, I love Supersonico and Super Pachaco. My favorite. My favorite. 
my favorites. Full Metal Demon Muramasa, I've never heard of, but it looks fucking dope. Should check that out. Um, ASMR themed 100, 180 BO de Kami no Mimi, Oshiwase ni de ka. Uh, anime's ear stimulating video October's video teases October 14th debut. The official website for the original ASMR themed television anime, um, Can I Make Your Ears Happy in 180 Seconds, posted an ear stimulating promotional video on Thursday. Um, yeah, it's literally an anime based on um, making ASMR videos or whatever. Uh, it's like this cute girl with headphones. The story centers on Akari, nicknamed Gekko-san, who buys a dummy head mic and enters the world of ASMR. As her childhood friend, you also start to learn... As her childhood friend, you, in quotations, as in you, the, the, the viewer also start to learn about ASMR as well. So, yeah. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's probably going to be a 10 out of 10 show for Nick. Uh, Inish, Inish Unveil's Attack on Titan Brave Order cooperative smartphone game. Game dev Inish announced on Thursday that it is developing a new smartphone game in the Attack on Titan franchise titled Attack on Titan Brave Order. The game will have players join the Scout Corps alongside Aaron and Mikasa, to take down Titans cooperatively, cooperatively alongside other players. Yeah, that could be really cool. I could see that. I wonder if it's going to be kind of gotcha-y or whatever. It might be. Um, Kijin Gentosho Historical Fantasy novels have anime in the works. Futabasha began streaming a promotional video for Yu Satomi's manga adaptation of Moto Nakanishi's Kijin Gentosho novel series on Thursday. The end of the video reveals that the novels are inspiring an anime adaptation. The announcement did not reveal a format or a release date for the anime. The novel story starts in Japan's Edo period and centered on Jinta, a bodyguard to a priestess in a remote mountain village. While Jinta is an outsider to the village, he is still entrusted with the task of seeking out a demon in the forest on a quest to vanquish it. But upon meeting the demon, it instead tells Jinta of a puzzling and mysterious future. The novel's story spans 170 years from the Edo period to the Heisei period, with the protagonist traveling through space and time, all the while seeking a meaning for why they wield the blade. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited for that. That could be really sweet. Um, let's see. Ghost in the Shell 24, SAC 2045 compilation film trailer reveals title November 12th opening. So they're making a compilation film for the Standalone Coblings 2045 series. Um, I never watched 2045. Um... This is the one where the art design is based on the Ilya Kuvishnov um, character designs of Ghost in the Shell. They're a really sweet artist, if you've never heard of them. Uh, Ilya Kuvishnov is really sweet. So, yeah. Way of the House Husband Anime Part 2 trailer reveals October 7th Netflix debut. I mean, I didn't watch the... I didn't watch it. Because it was kind of like the way it was done was like a motion comic and not like an actual anime when people thought it was going to be an actual anime. So I have no idea. Um, I probably should still watch it anyway just because whatever. But I almost kind of want to just read it instead. Um, I heard the manga is way better anyway. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll just... 
maybe I'll just watch, read the manga and then, you know, go read the parts or go watch the parts I think is hilarious later or something. I don't know. Um, so the Blue Period anime, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but it finally has a date. Anime debuts on Netflix in Japan on September 24th and on TV October 1st. So that will be some fall hype for us. Original anime film Hula Fula Dance's trailer reveals more cast and theme song. The official website for Anaplex's original anime film Hula Fula Dance began streaming a new trailer for the film on Thursday. The video reveals more cast members in the film and also reveals previews of the film's theme song, song Sunflower by Philosophy No Dance. Um... Uh, the anime, which is set in the Fukushima prefecture, is one of three anime projects that are a part of the larger Zuto Oen Project 2011 plus 10 initiative aimed at promoting Miyagi, Iwate, and Fukushima. The other two anime projects are Bakuten and Misaki no Mayoiga. The Zuto Oen Project 2011 plus 10 is, a, is in remembrance of the 2011 Tohoku earthquake and tsunami 10 years ago. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool that they can do anime with this and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it looks really cute. It's like these five girls. Um, they look really adorable. The character design looks really nice. Just these nice big eyes. Um, like lips, like very with lipstick. And the makeup looks really nice on them doing hula. Hula, 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 hula. Uh, Loop on the third part six anime second teaser trailer streamed with English subtitles. Part 6, that's some fall hype for you, October 9th, so if you're into Lupin. I am behind on Lupin. I gotta rewatch everything. Um, I did kind of watch, like, some of the Italian adventure one, and I wasn't really understanding what was happening, so, like, I kind of was like, I feel like I should rewatch these or something, and I'd probably understand some of the details more, but... Yeah, Part 6, which I believe is... They said it might be the last one. I'm not sure. But in this one... They deal with this evil organization called the Raven. So, there you go. Uh, fire up your pet's life with Promare accessories. Pa- Pasonify. That's the name of the company. Pasonify. Get it? Pause. Personify. Is partnering with G Kids and Studio Trigger on a line of pet accessories based on the Promare anime film. The line includes collars, leashes, pet ID tags for dogs and cats, available for the U.S. and Canada. Uh, prices is ra- prices range from twenty-one to twenty-six dollars for a leash, seventy to twenty for a collar with Leo or Gallo charm, and twenty for an engraved tag. Customers can choose between Burning Rescue and Mad Burnish designs. Pre-orders are available through Personify's website uh, from September eighth. The company plans to begin shipping shortly after Promare's theatrical release dates of September 16th and 19th. Okay, let's see. Let's go on. Anime collection. So they've done anime stuff before. They have Inuyasha, Boruto. Hold on a second. Let's see. Let's click on Promare. Might have to get these from one of the cats. Oh, my God. This mad burnish tag. Oh, my God. Dude, I might have to... Oh, my God. Promare Promopolis pet tag. Dude. They even have anime poop bag holders. Little poop bag holders. 
poopy butthole. That is amazing. You guys, here's what you guys need to do is you guys need to go on Personifies. Let's see, do they have an Instagram? They have an Instagram and Twitter. You guys need to at them and tell them to come on our podcast and talk about their anime products. This is amazing. Naruto collars, cherry blossom collar, ninja Naruto collar. So it looks like the ninja headband, but like it's a collar. What? Dude, these mad burnish tags are sweet. Okay, I got a sub. It's like it's like two of my favorite things: Animal Face Johnsons and anime. Get out of here, dude. Uh, Shinka no Mi TV anime reveals five more cast members. Um, the anime adaptation of Miku and U35 Shinka no Mi, the fruit of evolution. Before I knew it, uh, this is the girl who's like a gorilla, and then the guy. They've evolved into better versions of themselves. Or I should say better looking, which I don't really equate that to better looking, but whatever. Um, we talked about that one already. Oh, here's a new one. The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting Manga gets TV anime. Um, Kirishima Toru is a vicious Yakuza as they come, to the point where he's earned the nickname the Demon of Sakuragi. To get him under control, he's suddenly given a new mission straight from the boss to babysit his daughter. Whoops. Yeah, that's really cute. That's really adorable. Uh, it kind of reminds me is like this is supposed to be like the way of the house husband, kind of. I don't know, but we'll see. It could be good. Looks really cute. And finally, we have MAPPA Animates Dance, Dance, Dance Your TV anime, which is based on the manga by George Asakura. Dance, Dance, Dance Your. The manga centers on Junpei Murao, who was fascinated with ballet as a child, but in his second year of middle school, his father passed away and he decided he needed to become more masculine. And he gave up on his aspirations. While still having the attachment to ballet, he takes up the martial art of Jeet Kune Do and becomes popular in his class. Then one day, a new transfer student named Miyako Godai arrives in Junpei's class and her mother runs a ballet studio. Miyako realizes that Junpei is interested in ballet and invites him to do ballet together. So yeah, that could be that could be really cute. That could be really cool. I've never heard of the manga before. But the manga is in Shogakukan's weekly Big Comic Spirits magazine. And it's already in its 20th volume. And its 21st volume ships today. So yeah, that's really cool. Really cool. That is all the anime news I have for you. That is all I have. Ooh, hour-long newscast. Jesus. Almost an hour. But yeah. Thank you for listening every week. I love you and appreciate you guys very much. And uh, I appreciate all your support. Your continued support is amazing, and I appreciate it. I love you guys. I'll always love you. And, yeah, dude, if you think I missed anything or want me to cover something next week um, that you want to hear about or that I need to remind people about, let me know, and I'll make sure I cover it for you. That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.